0: Please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreoncom slash chaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Okay, <laughs> something wrong with my face? Other than yes. <laughs>
1: No, I think you just have something right here, but it's called your eyeballs.
0: It's called my eyeballs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the untitled Quest and Cast podcast. Still untitled.
1: So so be it. All
0: right. Uh, episode 15.
1: Waiting for the waiting for the magic hand.
0: That's 15, like that everybody. One. There I it like is. That one with sound effects mm-hmm. uh, i'm like a, um, a regular winslow from the police academy
1: okay nobody gets that do you want to scoot this way a little bit there you go hanging off the side of the uh, frame there
0: our chairs okay. don't get much closer together do they not
1: well, no. except that when they do okay,
0: okay. watch your fingers <laughs> don't yeah, don't put your fingers in between the two chairs because they smashy
1: so what happened this week
0: what happened this week is, know. well, uh, one of the big things is the launch mm-hmm. of A Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. As you may have noticed, we're not currently streaming this. Um, Somebody
1: first has to read it.
0: Um, so uh, the plan was that we would try and uh, jump on this on launch day to, uh, you, you know, go with the hype, right? We did that with Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still one of our most popular first episodes ever, both in the podcast format as well as on YouTube. I think we're almost at 15,000 views on, on the mm-hmm. pilot episode on yep. YouTube. Um, uh, if I had to guess, we we're over 100,000 downloads on that mm-hmm. pilot episode on the podcast. So it is hugely popular. Um and I
1: already see character secrets. I already see the Drist, one page. Oh my
0: god, Drist is located on this page. Fourteen, that's terrible.
1: I'm gonna just go ahead and just read this page and then tell everybody about it, not bothering to read the rest of the module, as is my...
0: Just go into, oh my god, don't go in that cave.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And there's ice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyway, uh, it turns out putting on another show is very difficult in our time-constrained life. So um, so that's kind of on hold. Mm-hmm. So, But
1: do you want to talk about the book underneath it really quickly?
0: We do. Uh, so, uh, in fact, this book right here, as well as...
1: Hold on. Before you even get into the second book, the first book, by the way, we have three copies of. That book, which can be touched, then two other copies. I don't know if I can touch... Am I allowed to touch either of the two copies?
0: Uh, we'll get another one of these. Okay. So this one... Uh, actually, both of these. This one, the... Uh
1: hmm. what?
0: I don't know if these are secrets, but I'm going to start giving away some secrets. That's fine. Rick O on our Discord. A Panthrope on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Those of you who are wondering, uh I just gave that secret away. Boom, out there.
1: I think people figured that out.
0: Uh anyway, so I think uh, it was
1: actually in the Discord as well.
0: Could be. So Rick <laughs> Panthrope stopped by the studio the other day and dropped this book off for us because Was it
1: that one or this one?
0: Yes, both of them in fact I
1: like the cover art on this one better. So it's pretty pretty cool.
0: So this one is your wizards of the coast The official thing
1: from Star
0: Wars. also an owl. It is a yeah, it's a snowy owl there This one uh, is to do with how we please so we are going to look and figure out uh, This is probably going to be a giveaway
1: also means I can't touch it
0: at some point Um, So we try and keep it in as good a condition as, as we can this one was a Kickstarter and this one is on loan uh, mm-hmm. from Rick. Uh, both of these were, I believe, uh, destined for James for a little bit. So this was a Kickstarter. I don't know exactly when it was or when it happened, but this is a direct mm-hmm. sequel to Dragon of Icefire Peak.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it says. Well, this one was published in 2020, so I don't know if that's exactly when it was like yeah. released. But and this is from and it obviously has a yeah. 2000 copyright from Wizards of the Coast. But.
0: So this is from Midnight Tower. Midnight-Tower.com. If you are interested, I just read that from the book. I have no idea. I've not actually looked at it. Um, this is the most that we have looked at these. Yeah. Uh, but this is a sequel to Dragon Spire Peak. So uh, we will find out what is happening. Obviously, COVID situation continues to evolve overtime um
1: or not unevolved unevolved partially- devolve yeah.
0: revolve um so uh we need to keep checking with yeah. the cast of Dragon of Spire Peak to see how they are doing um we know that the pace that they are going on
1: we're never finishing
0: they're going to take a while to, to to get to that level 5 um and then uh and then we will see what happens there uh, as you as you know it is on monday nights so it is. as you
1: don't know, because you don't watch. And I'm just oh, kidding. my
0: gosh. Don't call people out like that. No. Anyway, uh, so it is on Monday nights. Uh, Natural One is on hiatus until we come back in person. I think that um, the storyline, the gravity, the production value of the studio really um, helps that show. I don't know. It doesn't really help the show. It's a great story. It would be great remote. But uh, we're going to come back with mm-hmm. that when we are in person. We don't know when that's going to be.
1: Mm-mm. that makes me sad but yeah it is what it is i
0: mean i think that you know i think at the at the earliest right now we're looking at the beginning beginning of the year mm-hmm. that is still a tbd so that is and the way that uh this group is is playing Moving. playing with woodland <laughs> creatures and uh and all of that uh it is going to be they're going to take all the time they need to to finish dragon of ice peak if we need to keep going and the cast is available i think it would be awesome to do that, to keep going into this book. Mm-hmm. We may need to reach out and purchase our own copy. Okay. Um, in fact, if they are out there, midnight uh, dash. Um,
1: yeah. Don't prep the tab a, or anything. Well,
0: I what is midnight dash tower dot com. And
1: this <laughs> CMO.
0: Oh, it's not secure. Up? It's not secure. That's
1: a fine. Just what comes up
0: also clearly did not
1: purchase it or spell it right yeah that's weird anyway i'm gonna cut all this out because i'm already bored just waiting for you to search the internet
0: if i would have used bing it would have come up right away there it is uh actually that's that's this is a cool looking site it's Mm a mini micro publisher for 5e Do you see how my brain just messed that up sure Okay. content for dungeon masters and players like i think that's something that we actually wanted to talk about a little bit okay um in
1: do we go forwards or backwards then
0: yeah i don't know i mean i feel like this is like the show dark where we need to jump to to, to the end to, to, a
1: to, a the ni- to an 86 mika
0: <laughs> and then to a 90
1: it's not a mika it's a mika because it's sh- actually it's like no michael
0: well yeah, yeah, yeah what was the what's the the actual like pseudo bad guy
1: they're all Hi he- he- he-
0: he- he- It's not Heidelman. It's uh, the guy who killed all the kids. Oh, yeah. With, well, the, with the, the ear thing. thing. no spoilers. Anyway. No spoilers uh, yeah, no spoilers. In case uh, you to watch Dark it. is actually a pretty fun show on Netflix right now.
1: Or it could be a really annoying show. I'm still 50 50 on it. Oh,
0: that last episode was like flip a table. Annoying,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but. anyway. Okay, I digress.
0: We knew, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. all over the map. We've gone anyway, all over the map. What place. I want to do is, I want to go here. Actually, I kind of want to click. You Excite, click. I just want to.
1: I'm like, can oh, you can just oh, click
0: the Hunter's Moon trilogy, Secrets of the, Ooh, Drow, the trilogy. Drow trilogy. So, we played a Drow Wars mm-hmm. game.
1: Which was Mongoose Publishing, and that yeah. was a three-book adventure, and that took, what, like a year of books?
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. It, was, it was a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Met some great people like Ezra and Nick. It destroyed
1: and... a lot of towns.
0: Wow, they've got a lot of stuff out here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I don't see, though? The Rise of the Ice Dragons trilogy.
1: I wonder if it's because they're selling it separately here. Scroll up. Mm-mm. You're right. I mean, it's on the front page. No, no, it's not actually. No.
0: Huh. Well, maybe
1: tweet them. Find yeah, out. Yeah, we we're what gonna have,
0: we we're gonna have to figure out how to get our own copy of this. More D and D content.
1: Photoshop.
0: Tokens for virtual tabletop. I like those tokens. Those tokens are actually what about one Photoshop? of the huge problems that I have with mm-hmm. Roll Twenty right now mm-hmm. is the fact that the free icons and things that are included are really hard to see.
1: Yeah, they're just like a big dark blob of maybe a person, maybe yeah, not. You
0: know, they're trying to simulate top-down looking down like realistic, mm-hmm. and I'd much work. rather have something like this where it's it's clear what it is, it's well, defined that and definitive. Is a
1: little bit misleading in the fact that it is still pseudo-top-down, even though the characters or yeah. whatever it is is looking up. Like, honestly, I would prefer the D&D Beyond image. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know?
1: So that you can actually see the face, like don't we do that for our Friday game, our home game?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I just use my D and D Beyond picture in roll twenty so that I know who I am compared to everybody else. And even then, sometimes it gets a little questionable.
0: Bye. So yeah, so yeah. You can't purchase this. Rick, you're never getting this back. Oops. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's totally totally whenever you need it. Not
1: before we put it on the
0: copy machine you know how hard that would be that would just ruin the book yeah
1: this is why i'm not allowed to touch the book
0: exactly exactly this is why they go on a sh- in in a bin on a shelf protected
1: untouched
0: untouched he, i still need to get a Xan- xanathar's alternate cover edition book i won't say how much that costs
1: how much does it cost 70 bucks
0: it's like three bones
1: I'm sorry, $300 for a special cover for Xanathar's? Yeah. Xanathar's making a lot of dough.
0: Well, that's not Xanathar. That's people <laughs> who uh, who at one point decided to start buying two of every special edition cover book that there was.
1: So really the special edition cover is $150. It's just the fact that for some random reason you've decided to buy two of everything.
0: No, oh no, that's just one. Let's just see. Let's st- I'm just going to flip to eBay. I'm not going to show this out to the world so you can see. Yeah, my...
1: everybody else can eBay it themselves. Yeah,
0: you don't You don't need to see my search history, which is... Just
1: lenses. It's not that Zeiss
0: terrible. lens, Zeiss lens, clear com. Can you find
1: Xanathars? Nobody cares about your search engine history. Really, they don't. You can get an old copy for t- Ooh, $290. 290
0: 250 I saw one that was going really cheap, but it was a total misprint. Like... It was what's
1: wrong with that that would be hilarious
0: it was upside down
1: to what? the cover
0: so like so so
1: how much was it
0: it was still 200 oh okay
1: because i was like it, if yeah. that was like 30 bucks i would be like get it get it but it, it was like
0: so so if this were the cover to actually read the book you would flip it over and then go like this backwards
1: awesome i think more books should be printed like that just for fun so
0: 250 270 235 320 225
1: hmm Mm, whatever. I mean, I believe the book should be It's
0: the only one mis- it's the only one missing from my collection.
1: Okay. So before we start to go down the rat hole of Thomas, sh- why don't we just show everybody how much shopping you do every day? That should actually be its own show. Oh, speaking of which, do we have the original Xanathar's guide somewhere? I thought I saw that. Yeah. In the sh- in the shelf, right? Oh no, that's Waterdeep.
0: But Oh, uh, no, uh, Volo's Guide to.
1: Is that Volo's? Okay. Yeah. Like the old, old, old one where the cover is brown and it looks like it was made in like 19. Volo's
0: Guide to Monsters?
1: No, I'm talking the old one.
0: Alternate. 90s
1: edition. 80s edition. Boof. $700? That's... Volo's Guide Special Edition Dungeons & Dragons First Edition Hardcover $795 That's insane
0: Do you So do you remember When I said that I had a really expensive Set of dice Uh huh I sold that really expensive Set of dice And bought one of those Okay For the exact same amount
1: Okay Wow, that's insane! I just don't understand why is it seven hundred dollars? So is it just the rarity of yes, it?
0: Yes, yeah. When when the alternate edition first came out, people didn't buy them. It wasn't until they started to realize that that's what was collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, did they start? So I but, still I still need to get a amethysts.
1: But is this so? I know this is a rabbit hole that wasn't on the program list, <laughs> but it's. Dungeons and Dragons is such a subset of a subset of a subset of things that, like, what is the real value there? Because at some point, what happens if Dungeons and Dragons goes out of fashion? Like, what I'm saying is that, like, I think somewhere my mother probably has, like, a first or second edition, like, Lord of the Rings trilogy books somewhere in the house. I saw them, and then they just disappeared, which means that I... Again, I'm not allowed to touch books in my house either. <laughs> Apparently, this is a theme. It's a theme, this a theme with childhood. your
0: characters and you. <laughs>
1: um, Anyway, but like that, I can understand being extreme, you know what I mean? Yeah. Being that there's a larger buyer's market for that. Like this, $700, I think that's a lot of money for a lot of people who really like, there's just a small subset of people. So, you know I, mean, I mean, you're that's... never going to, you're never, how, how am I putting this? Uh, you're never going to make $10,000 off that book watch you do and then you'll be like i just made ten thousand dollars and then shove it -hmm. in my face
0: well right now if i sold it for eight hundred dollars that'd be profit
1: yeah but here's the thing is that i don't think it'll ever get to ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or something that like a first edition you know what i mean i don't know shakespeare or something like you know what i mean it would never hit that (sighs) sort of priceless level just because there's not a big enough market of people who actually know what it is or are interested in.
0: Um, it. So, so that that is an excellent segue. Cool. To sort of our topic, which <laughs> that, is
1: that also sounds like an excellent segue into what?
0: <laughs> well, so I mean that goes to the the, hmm. the on this website. So this um this Midnight Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so they list content for dungeon masters and players alike. Mm-hmm. Dungeon Masters by far spend the most money on products.
1: Correct, yes.
0: Um, most stuff is geared towards them, because they are unsung heroes, um, for actually putting on stuff. You know, most most of the items we talk about on this show that are RPG related, mm-hmm. are about making it easier for people to DM. I don't whether, think so. Whether it's, it's, a, it's a quick loot deck, whether yeah, it's a okay. random monster encounter deck, whether it's, you know, extra NPCs.
1: But the RPGs out there on Kickstarter are not necessarily for DMs. I think once you get well, into yeah. that higher dollar amount stuff, then it is for DMs. But for the most part, you're buying the PDF. I you
0: don't know. know. Look at, yeah. Okay,
1: so look at Carbon 2185. Yes. Is there Was there a DMG for that?
0: Uh, It was a single book. Yes. However, the city's source book is a resource book for DMs.
1: But that came out after the fact. I'm just saying is that the first book that came out, which is why Warren always accused me of cheating. (laughs) Accused?
0: (laughs) Warren saw you cheating. Uh. Alleged cheating. Yeah. I mean, you know, by by law, you have to say it's just alleged until you're convicted. Mm -hmm. However...
1: In the court of what? In the uh, court of RPGs? RPG
0: court. I think rules lawyer court. You are are gonna lose that because it's on. You're you're on film, looking
1: <laughs> At clearly mon-
0: looking in the back of the book.
1: But that's the point. Is that? Um, I don't even know what the point <laughs> was. Where are we going with this? Other dungeon than masters most buy most of the products, but that was a that's a kind of different pro. That's a different way of going about it. In the fact that everything was in that one book. So yes, my cheating was only because of the fact that it was readily available for me to read, and it wasn't hidden in some tome somewhere, you know.
0: Okay, in a Volo's Guide to Monsters, yes, which you're not going to look at because because you're, I'm not
1: allowed to touch books. Well,
0: there's that. We have a regular version of the book that you can look at,
1: and I've touched that. And a lot.
0: we have a full subscription to D and D Beyond, where where you're not going to mess up any books if you look just, at that I, on a computer or table. I
1: accidentally delete your character sheets.
0: That's all right. Okay. Um, what are we doing today? So um, one of the one We'd of the things for
1: twenty minutes about
0: Dungeon so, master stuff. So one of the companies out there, obviously our good friends at Nord Games, mm-hmm. uh, there is a link down below, which is our referral link.
1: You're going to you... put that in because I'm not.
0: Yes, as mm-hmm. everything around here does. If you say it's going to happen for the channel, yes, I do it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> Hi.
1: Nord Games is doing they're fantastic.
0: minis. Um, they're doing their first click ever the miniatures. So here we go. So this like, is click to the, thing. the Ultimate Bestiary um, miniatures. So these specific miniatures are from the Ultimate Bestiary Revenge of the Horde, mm-hmm. which I used on Isn't a number of games. that right
1: there?
0: It is not. What? No, these are, t- these are totally different oh. Nord Games books.
1: I the, thought I the, intentionally put that book right there so that you would be like and then you can show the book.
0: Nope.
1: All right. So they mind. have they apparently did a bad job pre-producing the show.
0: So so they have these miniatures that are that they are coming out with um based on the illustrations and the monsters that are in that mm-hmm. uh, tome.
1: Yep. And is that the one with the blight lich?
0: New. No, that is the dreaded... Why do I
1: keep asking? That nope, is... It's never anywhere. <laughs> that, it doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> that is the dreaded accursed, which is right down here.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, this is Revenge of the Horde. So these are orcs, hobgoblins, oh, and goblins. Oh, yeah, domblins. that's right.
1: Or, as I like to call them, horgs. <laughs>
0: Ho- hor- horblins, I think you call them all?
1: <laughs> Maybe they were horblins yesterday. Um, no, you gotta get the orc in there, though. But anyway.
0: Uh, that looks like an ogre to me.
1: Yep, it looks big and dumb.
0: Yep. So, orc war- oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, so you know what I did? I what? did the Horde Army. I went all in. hmm I backed this.
1: Because you're not a retailer one or two, even though I suspect I feel like that would be in our future. Uh, so
0: usually usually I do uh, back Nord Games at the retailer level, mm-hmm. uh, because that's 50% off, basically. Okay. However, you know.
1: What? That's cheating?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. so, so one of, one of my favorite ones that I use, so these, mm-hmm. so these are, you know, as you can see, there's the illustration from the book and the miniature that- Ooh,
1: these are really close. Look at the Orc Bruiser.
0: Yeah. Um, Do any
1: of these come painted?
0: No. The <gasps> Hill Goblin Grunt. Is adorable. And the, and the Alchemist. They are adorable. Would, you know, with the little ears sticking mm-hmm. out of his, uh, coif or whatever you call that.
1: I don't know. All I know is I want one. I mean uh, in real life if I could have one. <laughs>
0: That that um so you, so you would be in favor of having house elves.
1: Yes. I mean not as slaves. They're
0: slaves.
1: I wouldn't I would no, I would just
0: You would give one a sock. Here's exactly. a sock. You're free to do whatever you want. And It'd then be I would cool pay them you a fair stay wage. here. Okay. okay. I mean
1: you have to pay them like something. Okay. I mean they could live in the house if they wanted to.
0: Provide health insurance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want an you, you want so so you <laughs> want a short employee. It's what you really want.
1: I want a non-child child, if that's possible, <laughs> that would clean the house for money.
0: Okay, you're almost there with our dog. <laughs> a we,
1: non-child child, yep. Yeah. Except that it doesn't clean the house.
0: Doesn't it? Messes. Okay, so uh,
1: can you continue? Do they so come painted? What is happening? They happen do ever? not
0: come painted. The Hill Goblin Bomber—that is—that uh, we threw that at them right before. Who's them? Uh, the Foxy Irregulars okay. plus Chris. Uh, oh, from yeah. Nord Games. Did
1: he recognize that? That was a long well, time ago. That yeah. so was when we were y- back in the yes, studio.
0: Yes, he he did recognize that. Did he cheat? No.
1: Did he separate character knowledge from player knowledge? Yes, he did. Good for him.
0: Um, Ruckus still has that bomb and still has not used it.
1: Is there any way as they, they would get, accidentally as... go off? Is there any, like...
0: If if it is Scenario. ever outside of the bag of holding, yeah. when there is a fireball go off, or maybe mm-hmm. if he's hit with a fire spell, maybe there'll be a chance it goes off. Interesting. Or the fuse lights. Ooh. So then like, ooh, the fuse is lit. He has a round to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Aaron's not gonna see this, so that's not a spoiler. <laughs> anyway, so uh so there's one thing that is different about this miniature campaign than most of the others. Mm-hmm. These are actual miniatures. Okay. Most of the others that we talk about are just files. They're just digital files.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so right now,
1: do you think that that's part of the popularity of the campaign? Because it's almost funded. What is how long has it been out? Like five, five days. Five days. Yeah.
0: Um, they hit. They hit about halfway on the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, they were really hoping to reach the goal on the first day. Um, and again, I think this is their first miniatures thing, so they're you know sort mm-hmm. of breaking into a new market. Um I definitely think oh, you can see look I'm a backer there for eighty six dollars mm-hmm.
1: um, I'm not painting any of these minis
0: Oh, neither am I I'm gonna have to it's <laughs> gonna be like four hundred dollars in painting for these things anyway, um these are this is their first miniatures mm-hmm. uh, if this goes well, they'll do other miniatures mm-hmm. um this goes super well bars. they'll just turn into a miniatures company. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a joke that they said on their live so stream.
1: who is actually printing? The miniatures or
0: uh, so there yeah, is it the wall Yes, there is that they have a factory mm-hmm. um, They have samples they have mm-hmm. uh, they're doing PVC plastic. Okay uh, for these um, And you get the digital files. Yep. right? So not only not only can you get physical Pieces, but you actually get the files if mm-hmm. you have printers of your own
1: So how popular is that? I mean you super popular. I mean many that, printers, but for me I'm a very different type of person who wants like the mini I want and I'd really like somebody else to paint it who isn't <laughs> me um you know I'm never gonna yeah. buy a hoard of anything right and I'm never gonna print anything
0: you want a character that yes. represents you so yes. I mean that's that's where Hero Forge really comes into mm-hmm. play and the new hero Forge color yeah. right because you don't yes. even have to paint that correct um those are uh, that is an awesome service and awesome company um we have not. Done Until that because somebody we're not in throws
1: purple. your mini and breaks the head off it
0: I'd, or just drop it and break the head off it was kind of uh, Sebastian's head <laughs> <laughs> fell off um, there are some some amazing stretch goals on this mm-hmm. so so again this is this is different than most of those uh, miniature kickstarters so okay so if they break hundred thousand dollars all backers with the physical physical pledge gets reference cards. Oh, with the TV So you get a deck yeah.
1: of monsters essentially. Exactly. Okay. So if you don't have the book, this actually really helps. Mm-hmm. Which I guess oh. that's interesting. I mean, I would honestly put that as an add-on, as opposed to because what happens if you're like, oh, these are super cool minis, um, but you want the actual stats that go with the actual mini? I mean, would you so, do like the Hill Goblin? Like, would you do would you use that Hill Goblin if you didn't have the Nor Games book? out of like the monster manual or something. Would you use the stats that way?
0: Uh, or just use the stats from here rather than the book.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You could, I mean, you definitely could. Uh, these, these this deck of cards is available. I don't know if this is a print on demand from Drive-Thru RPG or mm-hmm. if they actually have built the decks. Uh, I Something to look up, but so 125 grand tokens added each. So token of each, uh, same size as the miniatures, and mm-hmm. they have a portrait of the me. It's kind of cool. One hundred fifty thousand dollars, free PDF of Revenge of the Horde for all backers. Okay, there that's we go. that's pretty rad. Um, obviously, this is probably going to be two hundred grand, but that's mm-hmm. a you know hardcover book. And the books are
1: nice, and the artwork is nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this this is a huge thing. Um, I don't know. Their books are amazing. So Mm -hmm. these are stretch goals that are really like super beneficial if they reach it rather than unlocking other things for you to buy. This is like, no, no, no. If we break this, you get this included. And I think that is a really interesting and cool thing.
1: Well, not only that too, these stretch goals are actually on the level of complexity and actual benefit to somebody who gets, you know, to somebody part of the campaign, like, um, frosthaven Mm -hmm. the stretch goals were you know incredible they were actually a real benefit where some of the stretch goals that we look at it's like oh you get a pin or a sticker and it's like whatever you know what i mean i'm not super interested in any of your stretch goals if you throw it in fantastic if i don't get it i can't care either because i want the items and this you're getting an actual real value
0: for the stretch goals yeah you know yeah Um, so, and then since we are also talking about this, we are going to jump to another miniatures Kickstarter that mm-hmm. is happening right now. And that is the Orc Tusklands, yeah. um, from, is it, what is this? Pig, uh, Rocket Pig Games. Yeah,
1: and it looks like it's almost over.
0: Yes, four days to go. So probably by mm-hmm. the time you see this, it is over. Um, they're going to, obviously they made their $1,000 goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's different about these is this, is let me just hit this and
1: s- and see what if it actually like yeah. you record it or not
0: i think i am but if um not- so this has miniatures so got the same similar uh things so goblins mm-hmm. and these Swaps are just these things. are and these are just stl files so you mm-hmm. are only getting the stl files for this for you to mm-hmm. print on your own printer uh, so we have an elegu mars resin printer for miniatures and an Ender Three FDM printer for stuff terrain. like this, for yep. terrain and and those. So this is a bit different in the fact that you know you've got modular sort of buildings to build out an orc mm-hmm. uh, fight camp, fight pit, yeah, <laughs> fight pit or camp or that maybe that's a jail, maybe it's an arena.
1: It's an arena. It's a fight. Yeah. it's a fight pit. Anyway, so I mean it's kind of cool. It kind of yeah. reminds me of Zelda a little bit.
0: Yeah, actually it does. Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway, but so. So what is, it's kind of what's the difference, you know, because with this campaign and the Nord Games campaign, your your backers, you know what I mean, you're at the same dollar levels, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's almost one to one as far as like what's being, you know, how much money is being pledged. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, I mean, obviously this this is A, you have to have a printer. 3D printer yep. to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then B, you're a DM, most likely. Yeah. Because, you know, your players aren't going to make this stuff because mm-hmm. then. They'd be like, why would they do that?
1: I mean, that is kind of cool, but unless yeah. you wanted to paint it. I mean, and that's kind of the question is who else besides, you know, you just think about it as just being like DM resources. Right. You know, are there people who are really into like painting some cool miniatures?
0: Yeah, there are crazy people. out
1: there. Yeah, I know. Not me. Not it. But I think that would also like this stuff goes into that pool.
0: Yeah. So it's yeah, you're right. I mean, it's people that are into miniatures um are also into... Um, painting, you know, painting and and collecting mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well,
1: and storing, yeah, because that's not... and
0: storing, yeah. Anyway, so so I wanted to bring this up. There's a an ship. You didn't get ship. any of these, did you? I did not. Back you this. know what
1: you should do? I you should give me some terrain to paint and just not say any words about what I'm going to do with it.
0: There's boxes in the storage behind us um, if I, that that we if haven't we painted time. because we're not there's no person. reason
1: yes there's no perfect reason to make time terrain. to do it right now mm-hmm.
0: anyway so this is going on um and it's another dm resource mm-hmm. so the next no
1: actually let's talk about this so what level of detail is in these rocket pig games orcs versus nord games
0: so i i don't think they say. Uh, I mean, so just looking at this, you can mm-hmm. see that there's a bit more angular things than some of the Nord games. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Nord games minis were, were super, super detailed. Super? Very uh, billions of polys. Mm-hmm. Uh. Pro- well, millions of poly- polygons.
1: Okay, and when you say millions of polygons, I, I understand what you're talking about. When so, you're talking about building, like in an animation right. software, yeah. sometimes so, it's polygons uh, and yeah. so, the number of points. So the
0: in. more the more polygons, um, the smoother everything is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and when you are 3D printing things, you don't want that. You want to reduce the number of polygons. Um, and also when you're just rendering, um, mm-hmm. you want to reduce po- the polygon count without affecting detail. Mm-hmm. So there is a there's a balance there. Yep. But when you're modeling, you are often modeling in a very organic way we're using zbrush or blender or something like that where you are doing just super fine details Mm -hmm. and then eventually you need to be like okay we need to knock some of those polygons out
1: if you're going to actually make the thing yeah
0: if you're going to render, chris was talking about um in in their video
1: which thomas is going to link below
0: well, I mean, it's it's in the link to the Kickstarter. Okay. So, so in this in this video, Chris was was doing this in Blender. So he mm-hmm. got the files, mm-hmm. brought these into Blender, and then was rendering out. The also there's smoke particles simulation in <laughs> Blender as well. Um,
1: Continue. So he was rendering so yeah. Out so as, so yeah.
0: like this, as he's rendering them out, each one of those miniatures has millions of polygons, mm-hmm. and it's just eating away CPU and processor and graphics power. Mm -hmm. So by literally decimating, which is the tool that you use, Mm -hmm. um, you can reduce the poly count without reducing resolution. So they will go through that process of making these these miniatures from their super high res molds into things that print faster without losing detail.
1: Mm -hmm. And so, how common is it for a miniatures company to use something like Blender? Because I recognize Blender as being animation tools, mm-hmm. um, so three D modeling and animation. So you can actually like light, animate, um, yeah, you know, and create animated items that go into a video essentially yeah. with Blender. So that's how I know Blender. Um,
0: yeah, I've used a number of different animation softwares. Um, mm-hmm from LightWave 3D, way back in the day. Which is
1: also talking about polygons or points, is kind of sometimes what LightWave, you're just sort of building shapes or building fatter shapes.
0: To, um, then I moved to Cinema 4D Mm -hmm. for a while. I tried Blender in between there, and I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Uh, Mostly just the way that the mouse functions worked, it was really hard to figure out. Um, They have since launched it was Mm 2.8 or 2. Yeah, 2.8, 2.7 or 2.8 was like the major release where suddenly it was had a lot of the standard operations Mm -hmm. of other software like Maya or some of the bigger Mm -hmm. software. So now how
1: expensive is Blender? Blender is free. Oh okay. So anybody could actually get on and use it.
0: Exactly. And and it is it is currently amazing software Mm -hmm. um i was able to so the first time i tried it i just struggled to figure out how to do almost everything
1: how many years ago was that six okay
0: um and today i was jumping in and going through the tutorials and super easy to figure out
1: okay so why were you going through blender tutorials
0: making a donut from blender guru
1: okay just for everybody else out there, Thomas has like a hundred other projects that he needs to be finishing and not fooling around with Blender.
0: <laughs> what? So I am using Blender mm-hmm. to build Mayhaven The town. The town. Okay. Which will then be input into Unreal Engine. Correct. Where
1: as opposed to just buying sort of stock stuff.
0: Right, so it will be a combination of both uh, purchased um, Kitbash Mm -hmm. uh, models, as well as models that I make myself, Mm -hmm. um, and tweak and texture, Mm -hmm. and all that will go into Unreal Engine, where we can do movies.
1: Got it, so what is the process then if you are using Blender and either exporting into Unreal Engine or creating, what's the file type again? TL? STL
0: file. That's it. So, STL yeah. files. Uh, so the process is going to be the same. So you oh, you make okay. a you make a model,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you can save it as an STL file. Okay. Um, and it will go through the process of of converting into a format that three D printers can read.
1: Got it. Okay. That was kind of my question. Versus, what what's the what's the file format that would go into Unreal Engine or go into like I don't know. I mean, would you export and essentially just bring it into After Effects? Like, what other programs can you bring
0: Uh, models into? Yeah, so so you will make your model as an FBX file, Mm -hmm. which is a, started as a, that was the Maya file. The Maya.
1: The Maya (laughs) file. Maya
0: file format from Autodesk, Mm -hmm. and is now an open source file format. So you would uh, export out your FBX into Unreal, which can include UV maps, which is basically the texture. Okay. Because you have to unwrap everything,
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: You know, and but yeah. So anyway, so that that's happening. That's why I was in Blender. Okay. Learning Blender because I need Does to make. Does Blender the...
1: do anything else? Like, can you do an actual background, do... or is it just straight up modeling? So, you can... can you light background, animate? Yeah, leather? you can,
0: You can do everything in Blender if you want to.
1: Okay, so you could create like a short animated video entirely oh, yeah. in Blender yes. if you yes. felt like it.
0: And people do and have.
1: Okay. All right rabbit hole number two
0: yes so um and then uh we want to go to um another there's
1: no segue here there's no transition nope content.
0: <sighs> nope uh well so i'm building a citadel uh, <laughs>
1: that's not a great segue uh
0: it's the scarlet citadel fifth edition dungeons fifth edition dungeon of secrets mm-hmm. um classic has... multi-level dungeon for fifth edition gaming this is kobold press
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so they Been are around for a while yep Known for a while. Friends of Nord Games. As you can see right here, Nord is a backer. So we follow mm-hmm. Nord Games so that we get notifications when they...
1: Yep, when they follow things. Yep. yep. Comments, questions? I mean, first Th- off... There's
0: not a lot of info here.
1: Because it's a dungeon crawl.
0: Yeah. Um, Kobold Press makes makes high-quality stuff. Um, what it's, kind of stuff? Uh, all sorts of third-party accessories for mm-hmm. gaming. Okay. Okay. Um, continue this is a module yep. there's not a lot of info here about what the story is
1: other than it's a citadel that looks like it was abandoned with dwarven mercenaries doing something underground so and what is it six levels of dungeon five levels i it's in here somewhere i yes. read it and then i forgot it
0: um but also
1: why there's no point in me reading books no right there it's six levels
0: so yeah, so uh, hardcover book, mm-hmm. um, digital books, uh, VTT so roll twenty books, yep. fantasy grounds. Yep. Um, we're just this is just kind of here because we don't want to talk about just miniatures all day long.
1: Really? I uh, see. I think what I like about this, um, personally, my personal favorite type of Kickstarter is dollar amount per item. I feel like at some point Kickstarter as a shopping platform might evolve. What day is it today? Today's September 20th. And I'm putting that prediction out there that eventually there will be things that are like kickstarting and that I think it'll become more and more popular to be like, buy what you want. Um, so even if you're like, I'm gonna pledge a dollar so that once the thing is funded, you know, or I'm gonna pledge twenty bucks once the thing is funded, you know, giving me like a little twenty dollar item out there so when it is funded, I can actually do some legit shopping. Like all these things so, yeah. opened up and now you know just like I went insane with some pins um not so as insane
0: things, as as a panther yes <laughs>
1: I only got 11 not 33 but anyway it's the fact that you can now say okay I'm gonna add this on and add that on like I went a little crazy with the dice from I forgot who again I think because I'm no longer fake anyway I'm not gonna talk about that anyway so but what I do like about how this Kickstarter was organized is it actually to me feels very logical in the rewards, the pledges, how it works, you know. So in my head, there are things just looking at right now where it's like, okay, the PDF, yes, because you have to read it somehow, you know, mm-hmm. and the PDF is the cheapest and easiest way to go. Twenty dollars is a decent price for it. Um, obviously, I personally would like to talk to somebody and ask why PDFs are twenty dollars, because I mean, I'm assuming it's the artwork, Aye. it's the layout. You know what I mean? It's yes. the labor of it. But essentially, for somebody to just type up.
0: Text. You don't just type up text I to know, make a module. I know. That is, I know. There, is, there is. Formatting. Story development. Yep. There is proofreading. There is writing. Mm-hmm. There is commissioning artists. There is layout of everything, even once you have it. I mean, uh, I think that PDF as an option is super beneficial for everybody it is a well right
1: now because it takes forever to get things shipped from from,
0: i mean yeah i mean printed and shipped yes but this this also i mean it allows people to to do products um quickly if they don't have the capital Mm -hmm. to print books Mm -hmm. printing books is not cheap printing card decks is not cheap um which is really the function of kickstarter is to build that um, build the Liquidity, capital yeah. to actually execute. Great,
1: yeah. But anyway, so if you look down the side where what is being funded at what levels, it to me is very logical. The first thing I would want is to read the PDF. The next thing I would want is to play with my friends and right now to play with my friends has to be on roll 20. Then after that, I can get a book, maybe not, whatever. Um, because again, the next phase would be to play in person and so what do you need in person? The physical book would be great as opposed to being on your computer with a PDF. Mm, Yes or no, maybe. But then you get into like the maps, which is important, you know, Mm -hmm. so to put that out as opposed to having to draw the maps from your book um, is really kind of a nice benefit. And then from there, it just seems to kind of go in a logical flow as far as what, you know, what your dollar amounts, what your increased dollar amounts get you um, regarding the pledges.
0: Okay.
1: And again, too, what I found a little bit Opposite of what Nord Games did with their Kickstarter is that their Kickstarter, their um, rewards, you know, their unlocked rewards or whatever at the certain pledge levels, you know, your stretch goals, Mm -hmm. their stretch goals are huge. Like you get a physical book that would be 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah, You know, that's a big thing where here the stretch goals are okay. You know, like character POV art. These are all things. Again, this is one of those things where it's like your stretch goals, keep them. Whatever, give them to me, I can't care. You know, so it's a nice to have, but not really why I'm interested in the entire Kickstarter in its entirety. Where with the Nord Games Minis um, back Kickstarter, if I got a hardcover book along with it and got some of the other items, it's a huge, huge bonus. Yeah. Anyway, so those are my yeah. thoughts.
0: So so just looking around Kickstarter, there are other modules that are out there. There are, you know, we actually, <laughs> you know, did the uh, playthrough of another module mm-hmm. that was kickstarted the exalted veils yeah um
1: i forgot was was i human all i know is i was from the 80s <laughs>
0: yeah okay um so i guess uh I apparently
1: think, just the internet has decided to say move on
0: i'm moving time on. for us to move on i'm moving on yep um so the other the last thing here is tater freighter um there's not much here but uh if you sign up for their mailing list the the Bard Games mailing mm-hmm. list. Uh, there's a little bit more information in there about what Tater Freighter is. Uh, if you look at episode 12 uh-huh. of this podcast, mm-hmm. like, uh, we talked email? to I have
1: the email. We Where talked to
0: Brandon about Tater Freighter mm-hmm. and how it even started with they were going to take the mechanics and pair it with some other. Um, uh, story or you yep. know some and, other property IP. Tell yep. testing they're like no it's a perfect game as yep. it is so
1: yep so just to so we did get the email also from brandon and it looks like uh tater freighter players guess who will try to collect the most food crates while being careful not to allow other players to take them first games are quick snappy and a great bite-sized family game so which is yeah, you know what Brandon's company yeah. He, does. Yeah, he
0: talks about 15 minutes per player
1: mm-hmm. as
0: uh, you know the games that they are looking to publish. Um, so good family game, party mm-hmm. game.
1: Yep, and they're looking to kickstart probably in 10 days or so. So it says early October, um, and that they're looking at about a $20 format for the first game, which again is right on yeah. par with everything else that ha- yeah. you know that everything for, else that it's we see Definitely a starter. small
0: game like that. That's a perfect price point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. Uh, there is one more Kickstarter October surprise coming. We are not revealing exactly what it is not yet. or anything, but the fifteenth of October looks to be the date for that.
1: I bet you a lot of stuff is going to kickstart on the fifteenth of October. Uh, it could be possibly.
0: Um, and uh, and if I get my button gear, there'll be something else.
1: <sighs> that won't uh, yeah, happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. See link. That's going to
0: be that's mm-hmm. going to be a November. Kickstarter? I don't know. Uh, I, I have to. You know what?
1: Stop talking about things that you're never gonna do. Just because you talk about them doesn't. Can resonate. I make
0: it in Blender? Actually, I was going to do it in Blender because I could render out the cards. Anyway, uh, is that it for this? That's episode? it for this this episode. This wick. Yep. This
1: meandering discussion on.
0: So we actually talked about having like Blender discussion and mm-hmm. and some of that as a topic, but it just kind of blended in. There it is. A dot blend file. Yep. So, on that bombshell, Jeremy Clarkson, we are going to end this episode of the Untitled Podcast so that we... So you
1: can stop, stop listening to this nonsense and madness. ...can
0: start playing Gloomhaven. All right. That's... We're done?
1: Yeah, stop talking. We're done.